the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. Overflow. Turn it around. Open the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing. We can't even Welcome to Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel. Arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. We're talking about ingredients of a good relationship. Ingredients of a good relationship. Or a recipe for creating or building a good relationship. A good relationship does not just happen. You have to create or build it. A good relationship does not just happen. You have to create or build it. It takes time, energy, and even money. The three C's of a good relationship. Care, communication, and commonality. These three C's you can apply in your life depending on what relationship it is. It is applicable in marriage, business, friendship, teamwork, Christian relationships, and the list goes on. And today we're just going to focus on one, the care that we give to each other in life. Care. Care is supposed to be based on love, not on duty. Care that we're talking about is based on love. Not on duty. Not the kind of care that you give because you get paid. Even that, you still need love to do it. But, you know, there are many who can do it without love. Just because they're getting paid. Um, They will not do a real good job. But, you know, they can do it and they can get by it. Nobody will see anything wrong in it. No, because it's just duty. But if you want that care to be extra care. To be really good, you need love with it. Love is the foundation and capstone of this kind of care that we're talking about. Love is the foundation that the capstone is the beginning and the end of it. Love is the conclusion of it all. Philippians 2, Philippians chapter 2, 1 to 4 says to us, Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Amen. You see, here, Paul is saying, if there is any consolation in Christ Jesus, 
If there is any comfort, if there is any benefit to being in Christ Jesus, that any benefit to get from Christ Jesus, if there is any affection, if there is any mercy, the only way it's going to come out is when you love each other. When you love each other, the love of Christ is going to come out. When you love each other, the consolation of Christ is going to come out. When you love each other, the comfort of Christ is going to come out. When you love each other, the mercy of Christ is going to come out from where? It's going to come out from within you. You're going to experience Christ amongst others. You cannot experience love by yourself. You experience love in the midst of other people. And you cannot give love to yourself. You give love to other people. You know, this is not self-love. This is, you know, community love, communal love. So, Paul is saying here, it is in the midst, it is among people who have the same love that they're going to experience the love of Christ. If you look at verse 4, it says, let each of you Look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Meaning, don't care just about yourself. Let not your care be just about yourself. Care about somebody else. Care about somebody else. Show care to somebody else. The interest of others. And of course, if you don't know them, you don't know their interest. So, of course, good relationships can only be built up can only be built up you, you as you get to know somebody, you know, getting to know their interests, getting to know what they like, what they, what they don't like, getting to know them, and they also getting to know you. You begin to not just look out for your own interests, but for their own interests. That is care. You are not just looking out for your own interests, you are looking out for their own interests. I mean... I don't know if you ever talk with somebody, if you ever experienced this, maybe you also do it. Sometimes we do it, we don't even realize it. You know, somebody is talking about something that pertains to them. And they're talking about it and you are listening. And instead of making a comment or saying something or engaging with what they are talking about, you just change it to something else about yourself. <laughs> that happens a lot. That happens a lot. Somebody is talking about something that concerns them. Sometimes it's even something that is troubling to them. But maybe they are not saying it really very clearly. They are just expressing some kind of deep concern. But you are not hearing it. In fact, you want to talk about your own. So you go ahead and just ignore. Maybe you don't even hear it. Many times we don't even hear it. We are listening to our own thing. As they are talking, you are not listening. It's what you want to say that is on your mind. So you are not even hearing what they are saying. Mm, may Lord help us to be good listeners. To be good listeners. So that we can show care. Mm. This is good for relationship. For good relationship. If somebody does that to you, you will feel that they don't care about you. And if we do that to somebody, you know, they will feel that we don't care about them. If you look at Philemon, Philemon chapter 1 from verse 10. A little bit of understanding of this book is a short letter of uh, Apostle Paul to Philemon, a brother in Christ, one of his uh, converts, you can say one of his children, one of his uh, spiritual children. And Philemon was, you know, had a church in his house. 
And he seemed to be a rich man or somebody well-to-do that had a slave called Onesimus. Onesimus did something bad in the house of Philemon and um, he ran away. He ran to Rome. And while he was there, he met Paul and got converted. And of course, no, he must have told the stories of his life to Paul. And Paul, who knew Philemon, said, wow, okay, let me send you back to your master. And basically, this is a letter to Philemon to receive Onesimus back. So let's look at um, verse 10, from verse 10. It says, Paul says, I appeal to you for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten while in my chain, who once was unprofitable to you. By the way, his name Onesimus means profitable. But no, he was not being profitable to his master. So Paul says, who was once unprofitable to you, but now is profitable to you and to me. I am sending him back. You therefore receive him, that is, my own hurt, whom I wish to keep with me, that on your behalf he might minister to me in my chains for the gospel. But without your consent, I wanted to do nothing, that your good deed might not be by compulsion, but as it were, voluntary. So we see here that Paul did not just think about his own needs, but about the needs of Philemon. Paul was being ministered to. Onesimus was caring, was doing service to Paul. Onesimus was being very helpful to Paul. And Paul would have wanted to keep him. He really wanted to keep him. Very, very helpful. I mean, there are people in life, you meet them. They are very helpful. They are very, very helpful. There are not too many people like that, but there are people like that. And I, I pray that you will be like that. I pray that your life will be like that. You know, when people see you, they have a good feeling in your workplace. Some people come in, you know, or you realize that, oh yeah, this person is working today. And you just feel good that they are working today, that they are there that day. You just feel good because you know they do a good work. You know they are selfless. You know they are helpful. But some other people, no, 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 you see them and it's like, oh, I hope I make it through today. Onesimus was a helpful man. Very, very helpful. Very caring. Very loving. Paul was being served by Onesimus. But Paul did not want to keep Onesimus for himself because he knew that Philemon needed him. He knew that Philemon needed him. So he was not just thinking about his own needs. Paul was not just thinking about his own needs. He was thinking about the needs of Philemon. Don't just think about your own interests. Let not each of you look out for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Don't just look out for your own interests. Look out for the interests of others. Paul was looking out for the interests of Philemon. If he was just looking out for his own interests, he would keep Onesimus. But he was also looking out for the interests of Philemon. If you look at it really very well, you will see that uh, Paul, by virtue of his position, no, was um, a superior uh, or had authority over Philemon. Philemon was uh, a spiritual son to him, but 
Paul did not want to lord it over them. Paul did not want to lord it over Philemon. So he sent him over. He sent him back to his master. Sent him back to his master. We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.